Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me. I'm a rambling man. I'm a, a honky tonk man. I'm a man of means. No means. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am. John Wayne back <clears throat> in, the st- in the studio of evil here at Wayne Manor, where I've returned um, for a, uh, a little bit of time now um, between some things. And I'm here, of course, nestled in that West Wing, and I've got my big pipe full of Grand Pepe's medicine, which I am enjoying and have been enjoying so far this morning. I've got a big glass of water here right now because I'm hydrating. I've had uh, some coffee and already a good workout this morning. i got to apologize for right up top for this being out so late uh coming out here on a tuesday uh morning or afternoon i guess now by the time i get it up here geez sorry guys uh it's been hectic you know i've been traveling uh, i came in uh very like early in the morning on monday uh and i was gonna do it last night and uh monday night and put it out but i was really like i just had no energy i was spent and i knew if i did it last night it was gonna be like half-assed and not uh, full assed, which, you know, I always want to give you the full ass here at John Wayne Lied to You, the podcast in which I tell stories and such. And uh, and you you are here. And I thank you for being here. Uh, anybody new that's checking out the show. I have met so many awesome people lately just going from place to place to place. And it has been a amazingly rad time on the road here. And uh, I got to say, uh, you know, I appreciate all the support that I've been getting. And um, again, if you're checking out the the show, if you're new, thank you so much. I hope that you enjoy it and thanks for st- and sticking around and all that good stuff. But anyway, um, first things first, big shouts out to my Patreon people. Guys, thank you so much, folks, fellas, ladies, all of you. You are amazing, and I appreciate that support so, so much, uh, especially right now, getting down to that nitty-gritty here, uh, you know, closing in Halloween right here, and then we got to fuck barrel through to the end of the year and uh, make all that, uh, make all that, those things happen that we need to, so it's going to be, um, you know, a a busy rest of the year, but I'm, I'm down for it. And I, my Patreon people, thank you guys so much for keeping me alive. You can hear Cerberus. He's in there. Serby. Yeah. He's howling for you. That's him. He's saying, yeah, thank you. So, so we, I appreciate it. Uh, if you would like to check out my Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And, uh, if you would like to throw a little extra support, old uncle Johnny's way here, you go sign up. Um, and, uh, one of the tiers, uh, that are there and available, there are all kinds of cool things that come with them, but every single tier comes with, uh, access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast, which comes out every Wednesday on my Patreon page there. And, uh, that is the show where I talk to, uh, artists and, and the people that I meet all around the, the country and even the world, uh, believe it or not. So all kinds of great guests that I've talked to, um, lots of great friends that I've made. And, uh, it's, it's super awesome. I love doing that show. So, uh, if you'd like to check it out, um, you can, you can get access to that, uh, show every week and the, uh, 88 back episodes that also, uh, are already up there. So it's already like loaded with this killer content for you to dive in, you know, and then you, you know, get caught up and then, you know, you meet all the new people. It's going to be great. I'm telling you. So for as little as $1, a month that you can join the dollar beer club on my patreon and get access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast and know that you're putting some change in uncle johnny's pocket as he's uh jingling down the road to the next place so thank you so much patreon.com slash john wayne is dead now um moving on so i made an announcement last week i think it was at the end of the show because i forgot until the end so uh, i know a lot of people probably didn't even get to the end uh, or you know forgot or whatever but i was supposed to uh i announced that i was going to be in tulsa this weekend and that it was canceled well i have to make a correction to that i will not be in tulsa this weekend but it is still canceled. <laughs> I was supposed to be there the following weekend, like that first weekend of November, uh, November, like somewhere in there, like the 6th, 5th, something like that. Uh, but it is canceled. So that I will not be there. But this weekend, if you're listening to this the week it comes out here on the uh, 26th uh, of this great October month, um, on Saturday, October 30th, 
coming up here, I'm going to be at the Houston Horror Film Festival pop-up market. Uh, and holy shit, this is like star-studded. Um, they've, they've got a ton of celebrities at this thing. This is legit as hell. If you're in the Houston area, this, this, uh, this is actually, this market is actually in the, in Katy, which is just a little outside, you know, the city and it, it's worth the drive. I promise you it's going to be from, uh, 12, uh, to seven, I believe. Yeah. Noon to seven. Um, and that's at this place. I, I think it's called Wildcatter Saloon, which I believe, I thought it was at a brewery. Maybe it is a brewery. I'm not sure, but, um, the best place to to find all the information is just on their Facebook. Just go to Houston Horror Film Festival on on their Facebook, and uh, the event pops up right there. But yeah, if you're in the Houston area or you know the Katy area, whatever, like drive down there. This is like this is gonna be uh, a ton of great vendors. All Halloween, gear, you know, this is all horror stuff. But it, this is the time. Tis the season for the horror reason, right? So come down and get all your your spooky needs from all the local uh, artists and and vendors and um you know you can you're gonna get to see me old johnny old uncle johnny boy johnny wayne here selling my books and i'll be with death's head press i'm gonna have the boys with me jared barbie and patrick c harrison the third we will be uh, the triumvirate once again reunited um from uh you know when they had to they had to tear us apart tear us asunder from each other in dallas at frightmare after that because we were too powerful to get all three of us it was too crazy to be in the same room together but now we're doing it again and you should come down and see us and buy some books and uh and support all the other vendors because like this is gonna be the one to come to i'm telling you guys please um do yourself a favor. No. So I'm going to be there this weekend and I'm really stoked on that. So if you can come out, please come out to that. Um, so, uh, this, uh, so like, so usually I do a three card tarot reading on myself right around maybe this time in the show, but I'm, I'm we're not going to do that this week because, uh, I'm already so far behind. I didn't want to take any more time. I kind of want to just jump on the mic here and, and get, get going, um, for, uh, you know, so I can get this up and, and kind of just, you know, I have a lot of, lot to talk about and, uh, I just want to get balls deep in it to the shaft. You know, we just need to like plunge and, and go, I feel, um, because, you know, I've been just traveling, 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 I've been a traveling man. And I was only home for like two and a half days. If I think that, um, this past week. So, you know, not much to report, but, uh, you know, I have a lot to report from the road. But, um, you know, one thing, uh, I, I, before we get going here, I want to talk about, um, it, the, the Corey hotline, the Corey hotline, everybody. Um, you know, I talked about this the last few episodes here. We just, it's brand new to this show, but I do another show that, uh, comes out on Thursdays. It's about to start coming back out here on Thursdays. We're about to start getting our shit together. Um, vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. That's a show with Christopher Triana and I, and then we do that every week. Uh, talk about different horror subjects and all that kind of th- things, and it's it's a very fun show. Uh, but we had a, uh, and we do have a hotline that you could call, and it was just for that show uh, to leave messages for uh, uh, questions for us to answer or comments or whatever. But um, it's I've it is now opened up to this show to the John Wayne Lied to You show, so you out there can call the Corey hotline to leave a message for me, the John Wayne, uh, the John Wayne, I'm the John Wayne. You can leave a message for John Wayne, myself, uh, that you want to direct towards John Wayne lied to you. If you have any questions about what I've talked, anything we talked about or comments on the stories, or if you're in the story and you want to be like, Hey man, what the hell? Anything like that. You can give me a call at 832-930-1347. That is 832-930-1347. So that is the Corey hotline. And you can call that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whenever, however, wherever you are. And, uh, you know, just say that, say which show you're calling for at the top of your message and let it rip. Because um, if I had some messages this week, we'd be playing them and listening to them, but we don't have any. Uh, so give me a call, 832-930-1347. And hopefully next week, uh, I'll be, uh, you know, having, we'll have some messages here to play uh, while we, while we uh, are rocking that show for you guys. Yeah. Okay. So um, that is the Corey hotline. And I am, I'm um, happy that we're doing that. I hope I hope people call in. But 
before we get any further into our storytelling, into our whole everything, um, I do want to uh, talk once more about the awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast uh, that I mentioned earlier that comes out on my Patreon wall. And if uh, if you've been listening to this show for a little while, you know I've been taking you know segments out of uh, the episode that's going to come out this this week, which with this, uh, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, it'll come out tomorrow on Patreon. I uh, was just putting a, a little bit in here for you to you all to to listen and, and get to know who my guest is a little bit, and um, you know, and if you're interested, you you go on over to the Patreon, go to Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is Dead. You you join and you get uh, access to the whole episode and, and and like I said, all the back episodes. But at the very least, I hope that you uh, check out my guests. Um, uh, you know, take a little bit away from from this piece that I put into the episodes and uh, enjoy. So this week I have a, a very special guest. This was very cool. Um, a bright shining spot in a, um, in a uh, weekend that was, uh, you know, uh, dark as coal, some might say. Just a not great weekend. I talked about it before. I talked about it a couple weeks ago, the Oklahoma City weekend. Um, we'll just leave it at that. No, I'm, I'm not talking about the bombing, um, but there was bombing going on, but not that sense. I don't know. I'm I, Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, but what was awesome was that um, I got to meet a, a a guy in real life who I, I've known online. He he has called the Corey Hotline before. He ha- he's listened. He's a reader. He's an awesome dude for sure. My man Tobias uh, came to the show, hooked it up fat, and uh, took care of me and Nick P. And then um, was gracious enough to sit down with us uh, one evening uh, with us DJs and do a podcast and talk about a lot of stuff. And it's this is a, a awesome show. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Uh, conversation and I was a badass to meet Tobias in the flesh and now we uh, you know our 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 I was gonna say our flesh friends is that a, that's not good that sounds too that sounds weird but you know what I mean you know uh, we're in the real life it's awesome to meet uh, the cool people that uh, I kind of know from from social media or from you know the sh- other shows in real life it's very cool and tobias is a is a is a bad motherfucker so we're going to listen to a little bit of the conversation here that i have with tobias on that fateful weekend uh a few weeks ago in oklahoma city here we go i guess it started with like reddit uh just browsing reddit i found a, a horror literature subreddit and i was reading a lot of stephen king books at the time and i was looking to branch out a little bit so i started reading a few different authors like um, like Stephen Graham Jones, Clive Barker, just a bunch yeah, of, yeah, yeah, just a bunch of random ones. Um, but uh, and then I got into um, I I came across a, a post about YouTube videos for people that are into booktubes, and I came across Adam Caesar. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Shouts out Adam Caesar, fucking clown in a cornfield being yeah. made into a movie also the question on jeopardy that's pretty uh, awesome. the man is crushing it dude. i watched jeopardy every week with my grandpa did you see that episode I sadly was not there that day no but, oh man know. scott cole posted it and i went back and looked and i was like oh that's really cool like uh adam's a badass motherfucker so yeah yeah um but yeah it was like a week or two before clown in a cornfield came out i'm like I actually talked to him a little bit in the comments about it because he posted a video about him going to like Barnes and Noble and just being excited to see his book in a book. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so like, what's it called? Clown in a cornfield. Clown in a cornfield. It's like a, it's a YA horror book. It's like a slasher. Slasher. It's good. I like to watch. slash keeper away or I'm not sure. Anyway, I listen to the audiobook. I like it a lot. Who narrated uh, that? Do you know? Uh, <laughs> we can, we can, awesome. we can figure it out. I can't remember. It was good. Um, but anyway, he, he talked about like interacting on Twitter and stuff. So I was like, I've never, I, I kind of quit social media for a while. So like, I was like, I'll make a Twitter and make like a, kind of anonymous profile. Like I didn't even have my name on it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just started following a bunch of people that he liked and a bunch of people in the community that wrote or was just reviewers and started just trying to find recommendations. Uh, and I came across a guy who just did reviews on YouTube, uh, Donnie Goodman. Uh, it does the horror hypothesis. Um, anyway, I started, I found that because it was, he did a video on clown in a cornfield. It was mm. like his first video. But anyway, I watched his videos for a long while and came up, then got to the splatter Western series. 
that he talked about. I read the Magpie Magpie Coffin, uh, which I really really enjoyed. Uh, Shouts out Wiley. Yeah. Uh, he lives in Oklahoma City, doesn't he? He does. He should be here, but he's a little punk. So fuck you, Wiley. <laughs> I'll see you in Chicago, bitch. That's <laughs> uh, stuff. But uh, now Doc's away, man. <laughs> Doc's away. Uh, anyway, uh, so you read the Magpie Coffin? Yeah, and that's that's how I came across Death's Head Press's stuff, and I came across Chandler Morrison, and then I came across uh, your stuff as well uh, through an anthology. Yeah, uh, the Boinking Bizarro the Boinking anthology. Bizarro, yes, it was a very very odd entry to start with. It, I, that's like, what. It, yeah, it when you told me right that, <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, that was the first thing of mine you read." Yeah. Damn, like <laughs> it's a. Uh, I remember, like, I was going back. At, um, so. The part okay, so I don't think this spoils anything, but I was going back and forth with like danger and uh um oh, fuck his name is gone from my head now. The editors. Uh and they were like, Do you are you sure you want him to keep all of this cum in his mouth? Wouldn't he put it in a bucket? And I was like, No, absolutely not. That's the whole thing of the story that's how much he cares he's storing yeah. he's keeping it he's the fucking uh and and i and i got kind of like passionate in the email like i do but i was actually at uh i was at andy and carrie's uh, apartment i was visiting uh them cv hunt and, and uh anderson prudzi shouts out and i even asked andy i was like does this sound like rude or whatever he's like no fuck them dude don't you're, you're not changing that shit and like i was like yeah fuck that i'm not changing it uh, so yeah, but you read that story and that is bizarre and I don't really write a lot of bizarro anymore, Yeah. but, uh, I'm glad you stuck with me after that one. Jesus yeah, Christ. Where's you're like, God, this guy's like the cum eater writer, you know, <laughs> like, but, uh, uh here it is. Everything's cum eating with him. I, just, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Thanks it was, man. It was a great story. Uh, but yeah. And then, so then like. A lot of my books that I read for a while were from Donnie's channel, but he, he stopped making videos for a little while there. So I just kind of got him a lot off Twitter or Reddit. Um, mm. But that's kind of how I, I, I think I came across. I think Donnie talked about Gone to See the Riverman, and I saw it again on Reddit, and then I read it. And then I read Full Brutal, and then I saw you guys' podcast on social media so i was like oh cool and i watched it and then i saw the for your hotline I was like, okay, I oh yeah I the cory hotline that's all all me it's like five of my voices uh yeah. um i'll tell you when I, the first time i called the cory hotline not only did i call and leave a voicemail fucked it up and then was like trying to figure out how to delete it for five minutes and it was like oh shit i can't figure it out guys please don't play this one <laughs> did we play it <laughs> no, no oh man <laughs> but uh and then, and then before, before that though like the intro the old intro to the cory hotline i'm so glad you guys changed it because the old intro i was like did i call the right number <laughs> yeah so I, it was me like i it, for a while for the longest time it was uh the Corey hotline for those of you who don't know, and uh, I encourage you to call it. It's it's you can call it from this show uh, and, and make comments about uh, this show or uh, whatever you want, actually. Uh, and it's basically it's a Google line. You call, leave a message anytime. The number is 832-930-1347. 832-930-1347. Uh, not anything yet. Not anything like you. Not anything like your number, but I don't want to give that out. Um, but yeah, so we, we had that and, uh, the re that, where that came from is Corey Haim and Corey Feldman back in the big hard dick days of them actually had one of those hotlines that you would call and talk to like, apparently like, talk to them. You're just like, it's just, you're talking to recordings of them. But I, I recorded like the commercial, the actual commercial that would come on and like, they're like, Hey, it's us, the Corey's. <laughs> And it was really rough sounding and shit, but I just left it. And now it's me talking about something, talking about 
leaving a message. So yeah, everyone call it in. 832-930-1347. Remember we told uh, on the other episode, on the Scarlet episode, that uh, like uh, we were talking about like fucking micro dicks or my tiny one incher like to call in and oh yeah did you get any calls back yet or not yet <laughs> there's still time oh, the deadline has been extended what was it uh nipple dicks or something nipple dicks skin.com don't confuse it with my entities it's a different it's a different uh what, what's wrong with you, man? Did you do a dab and now you're like <laughs> yeah, dabbed yeah. out, man? Nick looks like his eyes are I feel closed. Like Dr. Strange like, he's... like punched my <laughs> astral form out of my body and it's just stuck here. He's leaning against his fucking desk. It's part of that. <laughs> he's squinting at me like he's trying to like cheat the eye chart right now. Um, you look beautiful uh, though. Yeah, that. Oh, I forgot we took that edible. You're strong. <laughs> probably kicking in. Yeah. You are freaking out, man, <laughs> man, man, man. But we're having fun. We're in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We're in a cool ass hotel room, having fun, like like home you the, do. What, what are they called? The home of the old. Horse. Home of the old. What? What is it? Race horse. The Sooners. Sooners. The yeah. old Sooners. Do you know what the Sooners are? Right. They uh, well, they're. I hardly know her. <laughs> they're they essentially people in the Oklahoma land run that cheated to steal land well, they like, kept from the other, the other people yeah. like they like essentially land runs them. like land runs where like, they'd get a bunch of people together yeah and like they'd be like okay you can go throw your stakes down on however much land you can get to uh, that's not already claimed and then that's your land yeah um, which really messed up because it was like native territory that they just like took mm-hmm. but and then the sooner so it's thing, like a Black Friday deal. You just come, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great, that's a great analogy. That's amazing. Get that fucking uh, Oklahoma shaped big tree TV. But it, the sooner comes from like a group of people that like snuck past out at night and like staked a bunch of stuff before everybody else could, and then like in the day they just ran over to their stakes and were like, "Oh, we got our stuff." So this is just uh, another awesome. great American fucking tale. Yeah. Uh, minus Fivel or whatever. Wow, our state history involved like a war and shit. <laughs> well, and six uh, flags, three of them are suspect, right? It's uh, you know, hey, it's dicey. Hey, can't, you know what? Can't fly three, two, three. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Take your Texas history because we're not here to dictate it to you, although we'd love to. Um, but all uh, all state racism aside and, uh, and prejudices, uh, so you got into the indie horror scene, like kind of like just through all of that, like Stephen Graham Jones, you said, and then like you got to Triana and... Then you found me through this weird way, but then you were reading uh, other other people like, and then who are you reading right now that you're you're like into? Besides, you know, besides me and Chris, of course. Uh, at the <laughs> moment, I've been reading uh, like the last book I finished was a two a dual novella collection uh, by Aaron Bargard and Daniel Volpe called "So Sorry," like "So" is in sewing machine. Yeah. Um, it's pretty brutal. Like, nice. <laughs> I read a lot of extreme horror, but like, I honestly skipped a few paragraphs. Just really, I was like, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shouts out to those guys. Fucking. It's good. It, um, yeah, they're doing great stuff, and their uh, podcast, written in red. Uh, check that out. Uh, definitely big shouts out to that, and it's it's written and R E A D. Uh, red. It's very clever. All right, there you go. That was uh, myself and Tobias, uh, Nick P, and a little bit of Rachel in there, I believe. And what a good time we had. What a time indeed. Please uh, check out the rest of this episode over at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead by joining one of the tiers. And uh, I appreciate it so much. And um, yeah, that's uh, that was fun. So moving right along, uh, moving right along, I uh, would say that it's time to get into the uh, story portion of the show, which is my recap of Scarefest Louisville, Kentucky 2021.
So, um, last week, you know, I, I was uh, coming in from somewhere and, um, oh, from Oklahoma City. I, that's right. The one I just said, Oklahoma City. Uh, after that, that whole uh, situation. And I think we were just home for like two and a half days rather than leaving on a Wednesday, uh, which is what we usually do or have been doing sometimes or most of the time, Nick and I uh, decided to take off on a Thursday night because, you know, the convention is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, like, like all of them are. But, uh, you know, also this, this place, like it was very hard to get rooms uh, around this convention for any reasonable amount of money um, or at all. Like there were rooms just packed out, like, because apparently there's a lot of events that go on, but more on that later. Um, so graciously enough, I gotta say, my 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 boy, my homie, my man, Kentucky Tony, uh, Tony Evans. Uh, uh, you know, he's he's a he's a doctor, like I say, and uh, doctor being a doctor has its privileges, and he he had a, a room already taken care of because he's the man, and uh, he he. He signed on to allow uh, Nick and I to stay in the room with him. And what I mean signed on is that he actually did. We have to have him sign a waiver uh, because we just you, we just don't know what's going to happen usually. So, you know, he he did sign the waiver. So, you know, we are we are absolved of all, uh, you know, everything, you know, all everything, even the shit issues hypothetically. But anyway, more on that later. Um, so Tony had a room to let us stay. Friday and Saturday, and I'm like, cool, that'll work. And we leave, so we left Thursday night from uh, here, from Wayne Manor in, in H-Town, uh, 3rd Coast, Dirty, 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 Third Shouts Out. Um, and uh, we hit the road, and we're, we're heading for Scarefest. Now, the, when, when, when we originally were signed up for Scarefest, it was through uh, Death's Head Press had gotten a booth, and it was going to be, um, you know, uh, myself, Wesley Southerd, and Wiley Young, I believe, and, uh, you know, the Death Said guys, like maybe I think maybe Jared was going to be at that one with us or something, and uh, we were all going to work out of that booth together, and um, and that was what the original deal was. Then some, somewhere along the line, Wiley had to drop out, um, then it was me and Wes, and then, you know, uh, Death said had uh, some meetings with some stuff they're doing with the press, so we we uh, just took the table over from them. So now it's just me and Wes, right? So <clears throat> we're Nick and I are driving, you know, uh, Thursday night through the through the night, like we do through the dark of night, and we get I get a phone call, and it's it's uh, you know it comes up on my screen, and I, lo and behold, it it says you know two times Splatterpunk Award winning author. Wesley Southerd and uh, I said, "Oh well, we, you know, let's see what he wants. Uh, you know, hopefully, call in to check on our safety and make sure we're okay and uh, just check in on us." But um, you know, so I we answered and uh, Wes had some bad news or some not great news um, at least. Apparently, there had been some some because some computer issue with uh, that 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 basically crippled like a lot of flights from different uh, uh, several different carriers um i think southwest some united delta spirit you know maybe something else i don't know but it was i i don't fully understand it because i even like read about it and i still don't fully understand it but some program got screwed up uh in some way so that all these flights got canceled hundreds of flights maybe even in, in the a thousand or so i don't know but at least hundreds Wes's was one of them. Uh, so, despite them trying to, like, um, you know, even reschedule to the next day, it was going to be canceled anyway, but they were just going to, like, announce it later, he was telling me. So, basically, he couldn't get to Kentucky, and that was, you know, he was going to have to, you know, just that was it. He couldn't come. So, now, you know, it's just down to me. All by my lonesome, but you know that's all right. So uh, that's all right, little mama. We get to uh, this this drive to Louisville, Kentucky is about seventeen hours. You know, somewhere you know between sixteen, seventeen, and we 
lose an hour from where we're coming from um, because they're in a, a one time, like the time zone one hour ahead of us. So I forgot to factor that in actually, because I thought we were in the same time zone for some reason, but you know, hey, turns out we're not. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, we've got, uh, we get there and it's like mm, pushing 1230. It's all, you know, between 1230 and one and the, um, the floor opens for VIP at 3 PM. So we're like pushing it, man, you know, so we get it, but we get in there in time. Uh, it was a very easy load in, you know, we could got, you know, parked right up behind the docks and, and could load right in. And this this convention center uh, that or the yeah it was a convention hall that we had it in is in the same building that houses the university of kentucky's basketball stadium like where they have their bat like their games and you know apparently in kentucky like you kentucky basketball is a huge college basketball is humongous like uh in the area and that is why there are so many hotels around the area, around that that particular stadium convention hall thing, uh, because people come to see the basketball games all the time. Plus, they have huge events, which we found out that uh, that Saturday, the same Saturday that you know that we're having the convention, that's the Saturday night. There was some country guy playing there, Aiden something maybe. I'm not sure. A new a new country person, and it was packed out with people just it was a line of people that night when we left but anyway it doesn't matter friday we get there man we got a fucking great booth let me tell you this not only it's on the corner i've got a corner booth on the down the middle aisle of the the whole setup and lo and behold uh right next to me is my good friend Jeanette and with uh, rebel element texas rebel element tx as our her uh, instagram but um and she does pins and shirts and bath bombs and candles, all kinds of great stuff. She's amazing. And uh, so I'm right next to her, connected to her booth. And then behind her, sharing the curtain, is Christy with uh, uh, Goth Yoga, all, both from Houston, both my, you know, my homies, my friends. We ta- I talked about them a few episodes ago when we were, uh, I forget where we were, maybe in Knoxville, I think it was when we all got together and partied, uh, a Houston style with, uh, with them and, and Nick P and I, and it was great. So it was awesome already to be off to a great start. Hey, I'm right by my friends. This is going to be great. Uh, I'm excited. And, um, I start setting up and then Kentucky Tony, he's only what separated two booths from me or something, I think between, uh, but well, three if you count Jeanette. So like you know, he was just three booths away from me. So right down there, I got Tony. Uh, you know, always I can look up and and then see his bright face if I if I feel lost at any time, and he just centers me immediately. So <laughs> we set up and um, got it. We got everything set up, but it was very clear that we were not going to be able to go to the hotel before uh, the show was going to start. We just weren't going to have time. Even though the hotel was close, like it was eight minutes or not eight, yeah, something like eight or ten minutes away from the place, but that with there was already this all this traffic building up, and there was all this one way shit because of construction that was happening around there. So it was uh, it was tough. Uh, it, we were just like, no, we're not going to leave. So I got my like suitcase out of the car. I went to the bathroom, took like a horse bath, I'm, you know, wet paper towels and shit and wiping my on my armpits and trying to like just freshen up a little bit because you know, we've been in the car for 17 hours driving and um wearing the same clothes and just, you know, I you know, you got to shower that funk off. But the no time, it doesn't matter. I changed shirts, freshened up, and bam, I was ready. Uh, I was ready to go. And um, Kentucky Tony, he he actually did have, he had left to go back to the room to get us checked in and everything. And he came back uh, like a, to the rescue with a, with a uh, 30 pack of beer for me. I, I called him. I said, Hey, could you mind picking me up some beer? And he pick up some beer. He did uh, like a champion, like a true champion, buckets of mud all around. And so he's, you know, he gives us a beer and I'm like, awesome. I start having some beers because I'm thirsty as hell, first of all. And it's just like, it's time to go, man. Get the, you know, anxious to get going. Got everything set up, feeling good. And um, they open up 
uh, the the thing, and boom, they start. You know, hey, we're off and running. Uh, VIP people um, coming in, so it it filled up uh, the VIP people. Th- this there was a huge floor. Like this floor was really big and uh, organized pretty well and spread out for so for there's for there to be plenty of room for everybody, which was good. And even when there's a lot of people in there, it it could it took a while for you to feel it for the waves to, of people to kind of come down, you know, throughout the different sections of the the hall. Uh, but uh, being where I was, it was a good place. It, I mean, I see everyone had to come by where we were, so it was really cool. But uh, it f- started filling up shortly after, like the VIP thing opened, um, and it started to get cranking and going and. Uh, we were having some beers and shit and feeling no pain, to be quite honest with you. Uh, you know, we'd been going forever, no sleep, um, not a whole lot to eat, and we just were having fun. And uh, I started talking to people. I got to see uh, some people that I knew. My man, Gator, shouts out. Uh, you know, I run into Gator uh, in the uh, Georgia area and undisclosed locations, uh, Tennessee, I mean, um, and all around. He's a great guy, and... Uh, you know, he was out there causing trouble, just like I expect him to. He came up and said, what's up? And uh, to be quite honest with you, it took a little while to get the sales started that night. Um, for me, I, I, you know, it's like a maybe a, an hour or so in or maybe two hours in. Finally, you know, popped the cherry and it started going. And I actually had, you know, for me, I, it was a good Friday, a good Friday uh, as far as sales went. And we, we were having fun. I played some songs on my guitar. Um, and, uh, just, we just had some great times. We were right by, uh, right across from us, kind of in the middle of the whole event section was these, uh, like aerialists that they, you know, they, they climb up on the, um, looks like like ribbons or whatever, and they pull themselves up and fly around and do all that stuff. Um, I, I, I'm making it sound like, I'm simplifying it because I'm stupid, but uh, they it's like dancing and like there was these two uh, girls that were doing it that were super talented. Uh, they like would do synchronized events and or synchronized events, synchronized dances, performances on these on suspended like you know this with these dancing in the air basically and to a bunch of Halloween songs and that that would come on like every once in a while they'd do a performance and that was pretty cool. Um, you know, first I was like, ah, is this gonna happen like? what is this going to be like all the time this happens, you know, but it was actually pretty cool and not like super distracting. It was actually welcoming and, um, and nice. So that was cool. So we had a good Friday night. We go back to, we're like, you know, there's, here's the one thing that sucks about when, um, a convention is actually at a convention hall and not at like one hotel where there's like a, a host hotel. Um, because then they spread like, any after events, any programming that's going to happen gets spread around to different uh, like hotels or bars uh, that are around the convention center. So it just makes it kind of, for me, for my, just for me, makes it kind of a pain in the ass, especially if you've already driven so long and far. You know, maybe you don't want to drive to a, another hotel and, and that, then you're going to have to drive back to your hotel and, it just uh, it just didn't make sense for us to go out Friday night. Uh, plus, we had zero energy uh, at all. It was pretty. I was pretty tired by the time we went back to our room, and uh, it was it was a pretty cool ass room. And Dr. Tony Evans hooked it up for us. And um, I took a shower finally, get the funk off. And they, uh, I think Nick and and Tony and I decided that we were gonna order some pizza. I fell asleep kind of before it got there. And then when it did get there, I ate like two pieces or so real quick and went right to sleep because I was tired as balls hell. But when I woke up, I felt awesome. I wasn't hung over or anything. I was feeling good. Took another shower because, you know, that's what I do. Got ready. And, uh, you know, we, I left my car to Nick for him to come later. Tony and I, we hit the streets, get some coffee, hit the floor. And um, I sold stuff like... Saturday, as soon as it opened, someone came to me and bought three books right away, which is awesome. And then um, somebody else came by like maybe within five minutes and I had another sale. So now I was like, all right, boom, I'm like feeling I'm like, we're doing this shit, baby. Um, I was just feeling good. And uh, 
you know, it was, it was fun. I was having fun talking to people, doing my thing. And, uh, I, um, you know, of course I, I have to give a, a major shout out to, uh, to Sandy, my ginger ninja and, uh, and Mark and they are just coming to see me, of course, bringing us goodies. Uh, I love her to death and, uh, she, nothing will keep her back from being here. Uh, um, and, uh, Sandy, you are the best and, um, you know, we love you so much. We saw you every single day. You came to make sure we were all good. Even Nick and his chili habit, uh, you took care of us. So that was great. And I got to see you first thing on Saturday morning um, as it started, too, for, for a good hug and um, and, and get the, the day started. But as we're going, I do. Uh, I then got to uh, have a, a, an, another wonderful encounter with somebody who I've been friends with for a while online, especially we've talked. Um, it's more than just like, hey, we're friends online. Well, I talked to this guy, but we just have never met before. And here we here, lo and behold, he stands in front of me in the flesh. My man, Chris, Chris McCormick shouts out to you, my man. Um, you know, Chris has sent me uh, several awesome pieces of art, some some art he's done of me, like some awesome cartoon caricatures some other like you know badass things on these cards like just small scenes like and i have them all hung up here in the office because they're amazing uh he's currently doing uh, a series that he calls the stupid ghost series i believe uh on his instagram so it, those are cool i know there's one of me so uh i'm gonna get that i'm uh when, it, when that comes i'll be showing that pimping that out when it when i get it but uh it's very cool it was great to meet him we you know i was like get back behind the fucking booth and hang out and we did and we talked and you know i got to meet his daughter his, his brother his father father's brother i don't know i mean everybody was there it was a great time uh to meet everybody and you know always fucking good to meet someone that you know online but it was very good very awesome to meet chris in real life because uh we have talked so much and uh it was a uh, it was a great time, and you know it was just like the hits keep coming, man. I get Sandy, I get Chris, I get uh, you know the the day is going good, things are popping off. I'm having you know having a couple more pops myself, a couple more beers, a couple more laughs, and we are um, we're having a great time. So somewhere towards the end of the day, I guess maybe a couple hours left. Um, this dude comes walking with some people down the aisle and, you know, he's just this rocker looking guy. He's got long, like, you know, black hair, sunglasses on the you know jacket, boots, like the whole, he looks like a rock and roll dude. He's walking down the thing. Um, uh, I'm like, you know, what's up, dude? How you doing? He's like, Hey man, how you doing? He stop. And then he gets past my booth, stops and he kind of turns back, comes around. He's like, Hey man, what's up? My name's Dietrich. And he sh- puts his hand to shake and he's like, I, I play in Lords of Acid. And I was like, Oh man, cool. Holy shit, dude. Uh, my name's John Wayne. I play and John Wayne is dead. <laughs> and he was like, that's cool. I just saw. So I was like, hey, man, this looks like this is uh, another rocker guy here. So he's probably cool. So I just want to, you know, I better I meet him and see what's going on. I was like, hell yeah, man, I am cool. Um, so uh, he's like, all right, man. You know, we talked for a minute. And he's like, well, I'm going to make a take a walk, dude, but I'm going to come back and hang out. And I was like, all right, cool. So um, that was crazy. You know, it's like a. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. I was a rocker guy, and he was like, "Oh, this is a rocker guy." It's like you know, the cool guy alert just goes off, and you know, but uh, no, it was funny. Uh, it was just a cool chance meeting, and then he did come back to the to the booth uh, before the thing closed, and we chatted some more and uh, talked about Lords of Acid and how long it's been going on, and the different singers that they've had, and uh, you know that kind of whole situation with that and what's going on with them and other things doing involved. You know, when, when I start get, get to get talking to, about music stuff, uh, if you guys have listened to me when I have musicians on the Awesome Dude for Life uh, boner bonus podcast, I just go deep. Like, I could talk about gear and gigs and uh, just uh, music uh, in general probably for, for hours and hours. And um, and that's kind of like the stuff we were doing. We're just, you're just rapping back and forth about the music, baby. And then, uh, when you know it, it's closed. The night is done. And, um, you know, Nick had shown up when Nick got there. I, I forgot, you know, we were, I forgot to say when Nick got there, he wasn't super late or anything. He shows up, he brings himself. He's got his prescription beers, uh, that he was drinking, which, you know, are voodoo Rangers at, at this moment. And, uh, like I said, we're having a good time. And when it's time to go, Nick's like, all right, I'm going to start walking to the car and I'll meet you there or whatever. And I was like, all right. 
I help Tony get shit together. I go around. I say goodbye to Amanda, uh, my, my girl Amanda Gentry, who's there with, for, with uh, Southern Sun Boutique. Girl. Um, I give her a big hug and say, like, yeah, we'll try to hang out, but I don't know. And because <laughs> we are getting retired. And then we go outside, and that's when it was like the huge line of like country and Western fucking people. Um, you know, just, just as insane. Oh, Fuck, I forgot, man. I totally forgot to give a shout out to my man, Mike. Uh, my buddy Mike came out and saw me. Um, I, Mike Katz, my man, that's it. I wanted to get it right. Uh, done some acting work, and then he comes to the, the, the conventions. I've met him here on the circuit and, uh, you know, always comes to the, to the booth, and we take a shot together that he brings to me, uh, those airplane bottles. We went hard this time. I think we had some 80-proof uh, rum and uh, what a time we had. Always good to see him. He's ba- he's bouncing around, talking to, t- to people, talking to me. And he was the, actually the one that told me. That's why I remembered it. He told me that the country concert was going on and then came and said like that there was this huge line uh, and all these country like people out there. So when we left to go walk outside, each, lo and behold, there's a humongous line of people all in their, like, their cowboy best waiting to get into this concert and then you could see inside like the glass walls or whatever inside was packed of people that were already in there this is nuts i have no idea who this guy was but god bless him or whatever i don't know but we go and then i'm like uh hey i got to tony's car first i'm like i was just get, get in my car i'm just i'll just ride with you dude nick has my keys and everything he's in the car already i call nick i'm like hey i'm just gonna ride with tony he's like oh okay well i'll see you there so tony and i we go to the the room we get there pretty quick. Like I said, it's not that far down the road. And then we um, we get in the room. We're kind of talking. You know, hey, let's get something to eat. When Nick gets here, we'll talk, blah, blah, blah. A couple minutes more. I'm like, where is Nick? Why is Nick not here? So I call him, and uh, he answers the phone. <laughs> Hello? And I was like, dude, where are you? And he's like, uh, what the fuck hotel are we in? And I was like, the candle wood whatever and he's like yeah a candle something right and i was like yeah he's like i went there but i don't think i'm at the right one and i was like why and he was like well this three this door we were in room we were in room 319 at the time he said this 319 doesn't look like our 319 door so i opened our door and of course nick is not out not out in front of it not in the hallway and i said yeah you are not in our hotel dude because i'm outside of our room and he starts just giggling even more and he's like where the fuck am i so i go and i tell tony and we look it up and it turns out there is another hotel candlewood hotel but it's like he went to one five miles past the one that we're staying at so (laughs) we send him the fucking we send him the (laughs) the address and he finally makes it back and all of a sudden just like our door just like bursts open and he's there and he's got the cooler and this big smile on his face. And he's like, man, I'm happy to see you guys, man. I really am happy to see you guys. And he's all laughing and all high and shit. And uh, we were just bagging on him for how funny it was that he uh, (laughs) just went to the wrong hotel. Oh, man. And almost was like the fact that he was so close to, to either trying to open the door to 319 or at least knocking on it. Um, and some other hotel is hilarious to me. So we had a good time with that. And, uh, again, man, we just ended up chilling that night. We got really high, uh, got some sandwiches and, uh, we were just done, man. We just, uh, Hey, we'll conserve our energy. So Sunday we get up, uh, Tony and I go in early, you know, uh, again, and Nick's going to come bring up the rear, um, as he does. But it's pouring ass rain like early on Sunday morning. So for the first like hour, it, it got a, it took a little long to get longer to get started because it was raining like a bitch outside. But it blew over quick, and people started showing up, and it actually got like pretty packed. But but like it was just slow on sales. I I don't know if people were there like just just to get their autographs mostly that last day. Sunday was a little bit slower, but still not bad. Like I've had way worse Sundays. Um so I was still happy overall with everything. You know, Saturday I had a goal set for myself which I beat uh by 40 bucks and I was very happy with that uh that. So it was uh it was, I was happy overall, man. This was a this was a great convention and um, I'm trying to think if I don't want to forget anybody that I saw, uh, but it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. I got to talk to a lot of people. I was happy to, to see 
old friends, happy to see, to see, meet friends in the flesh and to make some new friends and, um, and to, uh, you know, be whisked away to magical Kentucky, you know, who to thunk it, Kentucky land of the, the basketball and hotels, I guess, in Louisville at least. But Scarefest was a success guys. If you like, if you're looking for a convention to go to next year, uh, you wanted to make sure it's a good one. I would recommend that if you're in the area, if that's if that's in traveling distance, Scarefest is is good, uh, very good, very good vendors, very good guests. Uh, you know, like Bruce Campbell was there, Ted Ramey, Felissa Ross. You know, uh, Linnea Quigley, Amelia Kincaid, just to name a few. There was a bunch of people there. It was great. So I highly uh, suggest it and recommend it. I had a blast uh, once again. And of course, I will be back to that next year. We're already uh, waiting to see when they announce that or they send those emails. I think we're going to get two tables this time or two booths. It's going to be a badass time uh, already. I can't wait. So that is my uh, recap there. And then my recap there of Scarefest in Louisville, Kentucky, 2021. Yes, thumbs up all around. All right, there you go. My recap of Scarefest, Kentucky, Louisville, 2021. What a time. It was great. Thank you guys for checking out the show. Thank you all you new people who joined. I appreciate it. Please go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne needs, wants, and desires. Uh, you can check the shows, the rest of the shows that I have left this year uh, are there on the site, as well as my uh, 2022 schedule, which is shaping up. Many dates on there already, and more to be added soon, so keep checking back there. You can also go to uh, the shop page at johnwayneisdead.com and uh, pick up my books there my records, t-shirts, all kinds of stuff. And uh, of course, I will sign everything and send you a little extra goodies when you order straight from me. But you can get my books wherever you do get books from. And I appreciate any and all support and reading. Uh, of course, thank you for all of that. Uh, you can check out uh, my other show on Wednesdays uh, or Thursdays with Christ Christopher Triana, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. And of course, don't forget to check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Get on that awesome dude for life boner bonus train. Uh, and I surely do appreciate it. Don't forget, you can also follow me at John Wayne is dead on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, don't forget also that I love you. All right. See you next week. Mm -hmm.